Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Welcome to our live feed update for July 15th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Puya. How are you doing, Puya? Bestie, bestie fest. We're back. Here we go, Taryn. Uh, confetti gate. <laughs> 3 a.m. feeds. Oh, my God. Who knew God. confetti gate would be so important? Here we are. Here we are. What a... What a day. We really, it's wild to consider the day out, but till 3 a.m. Eastern, we had nothing. We had nothing to talk about today. And then we got quite a bit, so we'll see. Yes. Uh, we are here, of course, to update you on everything that happened yesterday. And by yesterday, we really mean last night on the Big Brother 24 live feeds. It was day nine in the house. We had our first almost eviction. Um, uh, and uh, we had our first eviction episode, I guess I would say. Uh, and we had an HOH competition that did not conclude during the episode, but we do know the results from when the feeds came back. So uh, we have a new HOH. We have some tentative new plans for nominations and targets. And uh we even have uh, some some new uh, changes to some alliances. So uh, plenty to get to here as we talk through the day. Uh, we also have um, potentially, uh, I mean, a, a new winner, uh, potentially, new front runner for the game. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to why as well. Um, uh, let's talk about it. Let's. We have a new HOH. And uh, as as we alluded to, 
this HOH, uh, the, the confetti gate is real. Last night we talked about how did Jasmine touch the floor during the <laughs> HOH competition? Uh, I reviewed the footage in detail on my stream and uh, I concluded that, uh, first of all, I concluded that it was inconclusive. Uh, I did not conclude that she definitely didn't touch the floor. Uh, but I, I concluded that, uh, to me, it seemed like she might not have based on what I saw. I know some people say that the confetti moved. I think that, you know, again, air can move confetti. Uh, some people also saw the, um, that the, the padding, they think the padding may have been moving, uh, depending on the looseness of the padding. Padding can also move with air, but also like, it's grainy footage. It's a little hard to tell. Um, my hope is that on Sunday, they just show another angle to just put this to bed. Uh, but either way, there's not much we can do about it uh, because Jasmine has, in fact, won the whole HOH competition and is our new HOH. Yeah, I feel like, you know, you discussed this last night with regards to the cameras being horribly angled. We needed this much, Terry. If they added this much to the bottom of the frame, we would have seen it definitively. But I also, after the podcast last night, looked at it again. And now I'm more unsure whether or not it happened because I didn't account for air and the confetti moving due to air. That was my bad. Um, Look, air, it's a it's a tricky concept. Yeah, it can be difficult to grasp uh, for me as well. But yeah, so I, I do think that ultimately, you know, this will go down in history as the new Helen was pushed. Um, <laughs> Confetti Gate is one of them ones. So we'll see how that plays out. Well, yeah. I, here, here's the thing. I think that uh, depending on the outcome of this week, uh, it will go down. As oh, my I God. <laughs> yes. And, and that will determine it quite a bit for for years to come. Yeah, so it sounds like the second part was a uh, was not skill based. So the ankle didn't matter. Obviously, her ankle was indeed rolled. She did come back. We did come back to feeds with Jasmine having crutches and some kind of leg uh, foot brace that she's putting on right now. Yes, uh, yes. So um, yeah, the, they they even talked about like, is this? Are we making history? First of all, somebody left the game first time ever. And also, somebody won HOH on crutches. Isn't Jasmine Did the both person? Both of those things happened in one season. Yeah, and Jasmine's favorite player is Cody Nixon from BB19. So yeah. how do you not know this? It's And like, it's not like Christmas, like maybe she watched half the season. Chris, that incident happened in the first two weeks. First six episodes, you would have seen that happen with Christmas. And um, someone left the game in the first week. So you would have, if you had watched five episodes, you would have known that. So I don't know how that didn't happen, but for everyone else, I'm like, hey, if you protected your piece and didn't see 19, like, bravo, you made a you made a good choice there. So good for you. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I I wrote in my notes, Jasmine wins HOH. It was not a physical competition. Yay for equitable comps. Yay, anyone can win. You know what? We should really put this on Asia for putting it out there last <laughs> night. This is all Asia's fault. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's uh it's it's all ages fault. Yeah, I think that's uh I think that's the case. Um right away, right away, we're getting uh Pooch is on the case. Right? Uh he's going yep. to work and he's trying to just completely control the nominations. Uh he is uh talking to many people about how Taylor needs to go. 
and uh, she should be backdoored. She shouldn't have any chance to stay. Uh, and uh, he's so confident that this is what needs to happen and it's what should happen and it's what will happen that uh, he has already uh, volunteered to participate in this plan that he will go on the block to help backdoor Taylor and ensure that she goes home. She should not even have a chance to, to, to compete, to even try to stay. Imagine, imagine having that much confidence. That backstage boss went straight to this man's head. Um, it's week two. He is convinced that the target is so strong that he can just sit there, do nice by the HOH, do nice by the house, curry favor, and then compete in the HOH next week by being the pawn. And initially, when the feeds came on, I was like, I, this is so brutal. But as the night went on, turns out, you know, this might not be as ironclad as Pooch may think. Pooch may screw the Pooch this week. Oh, boy. It's not 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 screwing the Pooch. Bye, oh, Pooch. Uh, Daniel and Nicole talk. Uh, and this is when things really started to get a little weird. Um, because they talk about Pooch volunteering as a pawn. And Daniel's like, great. I don't care if Pooch goes. Uh, and Nicole says, ah, oh, man. We gotta find we gotta find a place to talk because we don't have the HOH room anymore. Like I I I got I got stuff I gotta tell you. Uh and it's like, whoa, what what does she have to tell him? What's going on? Um and uh he's like, uh maybe we can play bumper pool. Is that I just just tell me now, we're in the storage room. Uh okay. There's an alliance. Monty, Kyle, Amira, Alyssa, Michael. How does she know? What? Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's one more person in the Alliance. Also me. I'm in the Alliance. Final six. Final six Alliance. This, if you have not caught on, is the (laughs) Alliance. The Bleep (laughs) Alliance. Mamba. Uh, Paloma's Alliance. Um, It's now been pitched to Nicole. While the feeds were down, at some point, they... In, they included Nicole in the alliance, uh, and um, and they pitched it to her as a final six deal. Uh, Daniel's response: Oh, so I'm screwed. <laughs> I guess you could say that. That doesn't sound good for you, does it, Daniel? Yeah, uh, she says no, no, no. I, I, because I said to Amira that we already made a promise to Terrence and Daniel to keep them safe. This is the older person alliance, remember? Um, and so, and she said okay, uh, and she, and so, uh, so here's here's so, so, some some stuff here, right? Um, obviously, we I speculated last night that they might try to replace Paloma, and my speculation, silly me. I thought they might think at least a little bit rationally uh, and not include somebody like Daniel or Nicole unless they approached both of them, because obviously they'll just tell the other everybody knows they're together. I assumed that they'd include either Jasmine or Joseph, Joseph, because he's already super loyal to Monty or Jasmine, because she's super loyal to the women uh and they probably wouldn't tell anybody they don't have a duo partner outside of the uh themselves um but i overestimated these players i apologize uh they decided to approach nicole it seems as though amira was the one to make the approach um and uh we'll find out a little bit later that it seems like monty was the one pushing this 
the most, um, at least according to Kyle. Uh, so um, she says, uh, Nicole to Daniel, Monty is the one that created the alliance, right? Because I assume because uh, they, and I don't know this for sure, but I assume that when they approached Nicole about joining the alliance, they did not tell her that it was already a thing and right. that it was created by Paloma and that she was replacing Paloma. Instead, the story was Monty is creating this alliance. He wants you in on it. I'm approaching you about this. Uh, you know, what do you think? So on and so forth. So um, in Nicole's mind, this is a newly proposed alliance. That's one of those loose things that, you know, I assume that from her perspective, like these people aren't even that loyal to it, like Amira and Michael and all of that. Right. So uh, she's telling Daniel about it. And um, when she says that Monty created the alliance, uh, Daniel goes, ah, he's the only one I'm worried about. Um, and uh, he says, I don't know where he's at. So um, Monty, the one that apparently was pushing for Nicole to be in this alliance, is the person that is most suffering from this information leak. Yeah, this alliance has had two replacements in the last week, right? Pooch <laughs> got replaced by Michael, and now Paloma is getting replaced by Nicole. It is wild to me that this is a duo that they call themselves the Rogue Rats. We've joked about how not rogue they are because everyone saw right through that and saw them working together, yet here they are. Now, obviously, this can work out for them if Nicole ends up wanting to work with them and can, you know, bring Daniel's vote into the alliance. That's that's good. That's an exchange they will take, especially for this week. That could come in handy. But in the long term, at the end of the day, you've you've added one half of a to duo who yeah. will take another offer if another you know group brings in a duo and says, "You two come with us." Like, oh, we can work together. Okay, racks the ropes to riches. Racks to riches. We'll do it. If you want Daniel's vote, just pitch it to both of them. Yeah, it's right there. Yes, you, you have. Look, you have a five person. Onion, add a two-person layer to the outside of it. It's a five-person bleep alliance, and then it's a new seven-person, you know, Mombasa alliance. I don't know, uh, right? Like uh, extra bits added uh, to the end of it. Um, so uh, nonsense going on there. Uh, he uh, um, Daniel replies, well, okay, there is also uh, a guys alliance by the way, a bigger one. It's called the Oasis. Uh, I'm an add-on to it. Uh, and Nicole's like, oh, man. Um, and he says, but Michael's not in it. And she's like, well, I wouldn't think so. If he was going to if he was gonna win HOH, uh, if he had won HOH, he was going to put up uh, Turner and Pooch. Um, and, uh, and then she quickly leaves the storage room and Daniel says to himself, damn. Because, of course, like, this is really, really bad news for Daniel. All, I mean, it's good news that he found out, but it's bad news that it exists yeah. without him. And that he's not a part of it. Exactly. It's interesting now, because in this small conversation, Nicole and Daniel now know where two of the bigger alliances are within the house that are active. And they're both semi a part of each. I feel like Nicole probably feels better about hers than Daniel should about his. So. We'll see if they, the pro, the thing is, neither of them are in power. Um, and this is where we can find out this week if Nicole is going to play a more passive start to the game or maybe try and, you know, use this information to push something that she would want happen. But again, it's early days. It's one conversation. We'll see where they go from here. Yes. So 
some interesting uh, um, things happening there. And yeah, you know what? If they want to screw up, like I'm, I'm all for it. Like uh, this majority alliance, uh, they were probably looking to do pretty well here, and this is a potential hiccup for them. Uh, so we also have Kyle and Alyssa talking. Um, Alyssa, like right, this is like shortly after we get that conversation with Daniel. Alyssa's like, yeah, I don't like, I don't like this that uh, we've added Nicole to the alliance. I feel like she's gonna tell Daniel about it. Uh, I'm not super big fan of this idea. Um, and Kyle's like, yeah, I agree. I've already seen her whispering with Daniel and Terrence. Like maybe she's telling them. I hope not, but, uh, like the best part of our alliance was that it was low key, but I mean, at least she's probably not going to nominate us, right? Like at least we've got that going on. We just, we might have, uh, we might be a little exposed now. Um, and this is when he says, but it, Monty really was pushing, like he really wanted to add her. Um, and so this is, again, uh, we don't know for sure that this was entirely Monty, but Kyle says it is, and Alyssa doesn't disagree. Uh, and clearly the two of them were not on board with this plan. Yeah, well, does it, do you feel like at this point that Monty, obviously Paloma created it and had quite a bit of say in what was going on in it. With Paloma removed now, would you say Monty's probably the person they're going to listen to moving forward? Because I think there's another candidate in the shadows there that could potentially have a lot more sway as well. Yeah, well, okay. I think I think it's like this, right? The Mamba Alliance was the alliance of all alliances. It was going to run the whole show with Paloma mm-hmm. at the helm. It was Game of Thrones in its prime while George R. R. Martin aka Paloma was still in charge. She <laughs> was the she was the the person who knew she knew the story. Right. No pooch. Yes, Michael. Great decision. But then there was no more book. Paloma's gone. And now Monty and Amira are kind of the drivers of this alliance. And they're kind of like they're a little bit like D&D. Right. They're the showrunners without George R. R. Martin to guide their way. And uh, and they're they're saying things like, oh, yeah, we just kind of forgot that Nicole was super tight with Daniel. It happens. Uh, and so, uh, now the bleep alliance is, is more like, you know, Game of Thrones at the end of its life. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. I mean, it's going to be unpredictable. So that could be fun. We'll see. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, so that's, yeah, I, uh, in, in, to answer your actual question, yeah, Monty is definitely somebody that I think is going to be looking to, push his agenda in this alliance but obviously Amira is also uh I think a big driving force um mm-hmm. and uh she likes to push her own agenda as well um if those agendas ever clash could be interesting yeah um so uh they talk about like okay well you know best case scenario we actually still succeed in this alliance Nicole is definitely the first person to go from the alliance um and uh she says like what we need to do is just completely like, really reiterate to her over and over we are keeping daniel safe we've got daniel's back like you know that's the only way we're going to keep her loyal to this alliance because she's got other options because uh, they know about the older person thing uh with terrence and, and michael and everything uh so they think uh also they talk about some of the uh you know what happened uh that night they think that britney is probably obviously they don't know about the america's vote so they think that britney was a goner uh that night if not for the canceled 
eviction. Uh, and they don't want Brittany to go. Obviously, uh, Brittany's in some hot water with uh, some of the other women and is seen as an easy target, easy whatever for a lot of the men. But for Alyssa and Kyle in particular, they don't really care about the Amira thing and they like Brittany. And so uh, they kind of want her to stick around if possible. They also think this whole plan, because um, remember, Pooch is already pitching this plan. And I, I guess I forgot to mention that Jasmine was like all about it. Jasmine is like, Taylor's got to go. Uh, she wants Taylor gone. She's so happy she beat Taylor. Um, and so this seems like the plan for now is to try and backdoor Taylor. But Kyle and Alyssa, they think that's a dumb plan. They think it's very overly complicated and they actually don't want Taylor to go either. Uh, if anything, they would like for Pooch or Turner to go. Uh, so if they could get that to happen, that'd be pretty nice. And this is where the intrigue began in the night. 100%. It was this conversation that was like, okay, maybe, maybe there's a chance that this could work out differently this week because my God, that would be a tough week if we have to watch it week one play all over again. So I'm happy that there's a little bit of, um, damage there. I will say last night we speculated whether or not them uh julie revealing that britney was safe to the house would help or harm her and we said britney should take whatever she can get it sounds like this might work in her favor because i a lot of the sentiment was britney's gone through a lot we can just leave her out of this well she doesn't need to be like no one's looking because i think last week by the end of it it was looking like okay if if we could have we would have gotten rid of britney over taylor at this point I think that's kind of settled in now. And it's more so Brittany's not a harm to anybody. Brittany can stay. So. Yes. From, from them, at least uh, we'll hear from Amira a little bit later, but. Um... <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price. Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But uh, there's also just to just to keep an eye on this. There's some there's some flirtation happening here. There's uh, Kyle and Alyssa. There's a there's a little bit of flirtation happening here. Um, and this is also uh, when uh, I, I can reveal now there's a new front runner to win this game. I mean, he's basically already won the game because uh, if you've watched Big Brother Canada 10, you know what this means. Because Kyle said, I'm a bad boy. <gasps> you you it's spotted over. it. You spotted it. I mean, it's over. Low key, low key jokes aside. Kyle's not in a horrible spot by any means. I think he's he's looking fine right now. Um, Just fine? It's week two. I, I don't want to give him a full-blown like 10. I'm doing just fine, just like Kyle. I'm doing just fine. Your boy's doing just fine. But Taryn, his name is Kyle. Kyle's have not fared well in this game that we love. So let's wait before we uh, before we crown him the the bad boy of 24. Let's see. Yes, uh, this is another reason why this is obviously, uh, you know, uh, some, uh, he literally said, I'm a bad boy to Alyssa. 
Um, there was uh, definitely some attempts at flirting here. Wasn't uh, this when he said, if you put a couple of white claws in me, that, yeah. this is that. Yeah. What a bad which boy. Is, what, a, what a mad lad. <laughs> which is very di- like Kyle talking to anybody else about drinking is like, uh, oh, my God. So embarrassing. I'm totally not a drinker. To Alyssa, he was like, she was like, you're so nice. And he was like, no, I'm actually a bad boy. You get some drinks in me. Uh and she, and she's like, but I thought you weren't like much of a drinker. Yeah, but I hate I hate being sober around drunk people though. So I'm like, definitely, uh, yeah, I party a lot. So <laughs> yeah, uh, start figuring out what the portmanteau is for these two because there might be a showman's brewing. Um, which I feel like you know week one we've had nothing. I've been okay with that. We'll see though. We'll keep an eye on the situation here between the two members of the Bleep Alliance here. Yeah. Um, and, and there, there was more that happened later as well. Um, the, really the, the key for me, uh, with, with some of the flirting stuff is also like, um, like, oh man, you totally got to come down to Florida. Like you gotta, you got like, you gotta move down there. Like we gotta hang out, you know? Um, so we'll see. Anyway, uh, Michael, Alyssa and Amira chatted for a bit. And uh, they talked about how Pooch was gunning hard for Taylor. Um, and uh, Alyssa says that uh, Joseph came to her and said that he thinks that Taylor's coming, like gunning for her. Uh, but she doesn't understand why Taylor would come for her because she'd be willing to work with Taylor. Um, so she's already trying to kind of float this idea out there. Like, we don't need to target Taylor. I mean, Joseph says she's coming for me, but I don't think she will. Um, and Michael kind of agrees with this. This is the perfect storm of people right now to discuss this because Michael kind of agrees and he says, uh, yeah, well, the thing is, I think that bridge has been burned with Monty. Like, I don't think she's working with Monty. She doesn't talk with most of the guys. Like, that leaves us. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so I've, and they all agree, like, they'd all be willing to work with Taylor. Uh, she'd be somebody that, you know, uh, would be probably willing to take a shot at some of those other people. And uh, Amira finally breaches it and says, I mean, if Pooch is going to be on the block, we should just take out Pooch. And they all agree. Uh, Michael says, though, but will Jasmine be okay with that? Because I don't want to blindside her on her HOH. We need to talk to Jasmine about it first. And so they all agree. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll talk to Jasmine. But Amira says, I think she'll be down for it. Uh, And uh, Amira says, and hey, if Pooch wins the veto, take out Turner. Not mad at it, Taryn. I am not mad at it. Now, I will say uh, the hate is strong with this one. Jasmine still got a big hate on for Taylor, which we'll talk about as we get into uh, deeper into the coverage here. But this is 100% the right call for, for these three because Taylor just proved that she is capable by beating Alyssa in that backstage comp or the first part of the HOH. I feel like if no one else has that connection, she has nobody. She'll take anything she can get. If you bring her onto your side, that's, that's a big thumbs up for you. So this is very smart. I absolutely love that they are willing to even recognize someone in our alliance doesn't really have that connection. I might not build that with him, with her, but doesn't mean we can't mingle we can't you know bring her in so i love that i love that from them you know the the season has had some bad gameplay but every now and then they they hit a good one and i think this is a good this is a very good very good read on their part yes uh and so uh taylor by the way is being like super nice uh as per usual to uh jasmine like Mm -hmm. taking care of her with the ankle situation um and that's just like annoying jasmine even more 
Jasmine talks to Joseph and Monty and she talks about how she saw. I'm so glad I beat her because if she had won, she would have torn the whole house up. She would have made it a living hell in here for a whole week. Where? Evidence. Receipts. Didn't you get that disproven when you put her on the block and she did not react the way you were talking about? It's mind boggling. It's Uh, so unfounded, but so, uh, yeah, he says, uh, Joseph says again, like, I I think she would have gone after Alyssa. I I have no idea why he thinks this. Um, but, uh, he does say, look, I feel bad for Taylor, but it's it's no blood on your hands, Jasmine, because everyone's going to want to do it. Um, and, uh, Jasmine says again, like, okay, yes, I'm absolutely got to backdoor her. That's got to be the play. Um, Monty is on board with this as well. Of course, he's in this conversation. Um, and, uh, that is currently the plan still backdoor, uh, Taylor. And there, there's this notion, Hey, maybe we'll take out Pooch, but Jasmine seems to need to give the okay for them to, uh, to go through with it. So, uh, that's going to be the tricky part. Uh, of the the week or the night, uh, however long it takes for them to talk to Jasmine. Let's find out. Um, in the meantime, Michael talks to Brittany and he tells her about Pooch volunteering as a pawn. It's great, right? <laughs> uh, he wants to keep Taylor around, uh, but he again, again uh, reiterates, reiterates that he doesn't want to blindside Jasmine on her HOH. Um, but he thinks that Brittany should be in the clear. Yes. And I feel like, again, Brittany, if Brittany is on that block, Brittany is 100% the pawn. Anyone sitting next to Brittany is most likely to leave unless they put a second pawn up and then it's a battle of the pawns. And then maybe Brittany gets voted out over like someone else. But for the most part, it's very evident to me that Brittany, if Brittany touches the block, she's the pawn that's probably going to stay. Mm hmm. Uh, so Amira and Alyssa talk with Indy and Brittany about taking out Pooch. Indy and Brittany are both on board as well. So the, this potential plan is starting to spread. And then uh, as the night progresses, uh, we finally get Amira talking to Jasmine alone and, uh, Amira pitches. So she tells the story, right? And there's this whole thing that happened during the HOH competition. She talks to Taylor, but the point of it is, that um that she told Taylor that uh, what she would do if she was HOH is she'd put Taylor on the block as the pawn for Pooch. And Pooch thinks that he's going on the block as the pawn for Taylor. So for Jasmine, if she put both of them up, then they'd both think that they were pawns and they could send Pooch home. And uh Jasmine says, well, I mean, if I get a shot at Pooch, I've got to take him out, right? Though, well, the problem is, Everyone's going to be mad at me, though, for not taking out Taylor. And Amira says, no, that's where you're wrong. Everyone wants Pooch out, which is so funny because that's exactly what happened with Daniel uh, when he was like, I don't want to do Taylor until they said to him, no, everyone wants Taylor out. Uh, and so um, everyone wants him out. She's like, no, seriously, everyone would be on board. And Jasmine's like, okay, well, I got to talk to some people tomorrow. Um, she asks for advice on how to like ask people how to figure out if people would be on board for this move. Um, because she does think that everyone would expect for her to get Taylor out. Um, she also asks like, what if he wins the veto? And Amira says, well, you could take out Taylor or somebody else. 
Um, and, uh, and then they go back to the idea of like, okay, well, what if we don't even put Taylor up on the block? Cause the whole plan is to supposedly backdoor Taylor, uh, who would go up on the block next to Pooch. They talk about Brittany again. Uh, and Jasmine says, uh, you know, I want to ask her about this whole Pooch situation, like what she told Pooch. And Amir's like, you don't have to ask. She, she did it. Oh, she, she did it. She did it. Trust me. I know. I, I can tell. <laughs> I have inklings. Yeah. What's interesting to me is that at some other point, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Taryn, Pooch was telling somebody, and I don't remember because it's been in a minute this, this <laughs> past night. Um, didn't Pooch also suggest going up next to Daniel to someone else that like he could be on yes. the block with Daniel as the pawn? Well, um, yeah, uh, I believe Joseph mentioned uh, Daniel as a pawn. Um, he he brought up the idea of like you could do like Monty and Daniel because like you know, again, Joseph his headspace is I'm I'm in a big big alliance and the whole house is working together to take out Taylor. So obviously, it doesn't even matter who goes up. We should choose the best. Uh, most competitive people to ensure she doesn't win the veto. Um, like uh, he just doesn't have the sort of um deviancy uh needed. Uh, <laughs> not even a little bit. I'm also recalling that he says this to someone else later, which the conversation is coming up. So we're good. All right. Well, uh, yeah, because well, Pooch is yeah, he's talking with uh with other people. I mean, Pooch is really like he's he's on sort of the same note for the most of the night. Um, but, uh, but he does come up and talk with Amira and Jasmine, um, which is particularly interesting because they were just talking about taking him out. Uh, and this is like, by the way, a mere two hours ago. Uh, like yeah. this is very recent. Um, he comes up and he's complaining about Taylor, uh, because here's the thing. It's so unfair that she's still in the house. Like it's just, and and the worst part is that she's still just like so confident. Like, why is she feeling so comfortable? Why is she trying to even stay in this house when she shouldn't even be here in the first place? She should be gone. Uh, it's it's just like the fact that it was canceled. That's the only reason she's still here. So she shouldn't even be trying to stay. And and you know what? If you think about it, like it's such a good uh, it's such a good thing that they're getting her out this week because they really don't want her in jury. Right. Because she is absolutely one to hold grudges. Uh, if she makes it to jury, she would not vote uh, rationally. She would vote based on those grudges. So uh, it's, a, it's a great thing. They're taking her out. So, Pooch, is she being comfortable by acting like a regular house guest and being nice and friendly with people? Or is she acting in a way that makes you believe that she will not be a rational voter come jury and would hold a grudge? She can't do both. My guy pick one and stick with it because you can't say both in the same sentence. That is ridiculous. Also, he was talking about how, you know, essentially alluding that Taylor got a freebie because Paloma was removed from the game or Paloma left the game. Did he not watch Taylor beat Alyssa? in the back backstage thing did did he not see that does he not recognize does his mind his 510 mind not recognize that this is a thing it was wearing a hoodie under a t-shirt a whole mistake because it's made him not think rationally because all of these things were missed by him also i'm i said 510 i'm 511 we're in the same park so it's not like i'm a 63 <laughs> guy looking down on him we're like the same okay all right oh yes um 
So that's that's what he's doing. And so then, I mean, he's still though very much you because he he had some conversations that were like, should I not volunteer for the block? Like I could get screwed. Um, nah, it's probably fine. Um, and so talking to Jasmine, they're like, so yeah, you you're you're going up. And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's just chill, let's chill. Uh, and they talk about like who should go up next to him. Um, and uh, they again talk about Brittany. Uh, Brittany as uh, an option to go up next to Pooch uh, seems to be one of the more prominent options so far. Um, and again, Jasmine is going to have some conversations today. She says she's not going to approach her HOH like Daniel did. Like, oh, just come in. Open door policy. She's going to like hold meetings. She's going to talk to people. So um, she's going to make sure she talks to people. She's going to solidify these plans. But uh, but that's this is sort of like where things leave off for now with Brittany as a prominent option to go up next to Pooch with Pooch as the secret target and Jasmine as or sorry, uh, Taylor as the fake uh, target. Um, and so Pooch, by the way, is talking about like, all right, this is perfect. We'll take out Taylor and then Indy and Brittany. Uh, and you know, uh, it'll, it'll be great. And, uh, they're like, well, that's a lot of women leaving. He's like, oh, no, we can throw in Michael. Yeah, we can target Michael soon too. That's fine. Pooch, pull your pants up. You're showing your whole ass. Yeah. What a wild thing to say. Um, even if that's truly his plan, does he not realize the pattern that he's setting out there by saying this? Yes, I would like for the first four boots to be women, please. Oh, you want one other person thrown in the mix? Okay, how about Michael? Let me throw Michael in there. It's so obvious who he's aligned with. It's so obvious who he's working with and who he's like looking out for. It's baffling. And also, he before the, uh, he pulled up to this meeting to talk to Jasmine and Amira, he was talking about how, yes, yeah, so then after this week, after I'm the pawn, next week, I'm going to win HOH and start building that resume. Your resume will be built on Indeed.com because if you go on that blog, I don't know if you're leaving, if you're staying, I mean. So we'll see. Yes. So, uh, you know, what might have looked like uh, a very dark uh, timeline seems to have uh, shifted a little bit. Uh, Jasmine may end up taking out Pooch, uh, uh, hoisted by his own petard here. Uh, as uh, screwed by his own pooch uh, in this situation. Um, so uh, we will have to wait and see how the rest of the week progresses. But uh, it could be a good one as uh, we might have some blind sides. We might have some uh, some all, all kinds of intri- interesting intrigue as we run through the rest of the week. Uh, we can maintain a li- little bit of hope here. Yes. What very much felt completely bleak and a nightmare scenario at 3.30 a.m. for me when the feeds come through um, is now looking a little bit more optimistic, could be exciting. I will say I am happy that we're going to get some one-on-ones today, some meetings, not this open-door nonsense that gives us nothing. So I'm keen to see what happens here. I feel like Amira is going to play a big role in how this week plays out because Amira, I think has Jasmine's ear the best. So if she's able to successfully convince Jasmine to look more at Pooch, because Pooch is already going on the block. So all she needs is for Jasmine to be like, okay, I suppose I can accept Pooch. Like I'm okay with Pooch leaving. That's all the ammunition they need to, to run with it because they need seven votes. I did the count earlier today. I think they have about six. So if Amira ends up being, sorry, if Jasmine ends up being on board and breaks the tie, that could be exciting. 
there's a lot going on this week now, which initially I thought it was just going to be a redo of week one, which would have been absolutely brutal to watch. And if this happens, Taryn, if Pooch does leave, I think it will make the game 10 times more exciting moving forward. Whereas if it's just a whole pylon on Taylor again, if and that's the trend now, that's not going to make for a good season. Yeah, uh, and uh, Amira has really proven herself to be one of, if not the most active player in the house. Even last week, she was the first person to talk to Daniel. Um, she uh, very much pushed her agenda to try to get Joseph up for a long time, even long after it was already you know, basically not going to happen. She kept going at it, kept trying. Um, she's a lot more sway with Jasmine than she does than she did with Daniel at the time. So uh, she, you know, she's got her goal. Uh, I do not think she's going to let go of it um, unless she herself changes her mind and decides to go in a different direction. Uh, so, yeah, we will uh, we will definitely see, uh, you know, where things go from here and uh, could be interesting. So that's Good about question. what we've got. Uh, Puya, anything else that you wanted to talk about? Uh, well, when the feast came on, right when they came on, Jasmine was immediately talking about, oh, you think you're off the block and you're, ha- you're going back on the block for a second time. So immediately Taylor was on the mind and I don't think that's gone anywhere yet. Uh, we didn't talk about the fact that Taylor literally was bringing up ice packs for Jasmine, was like taking yep. care of her right before the Amiro combo happens. And Jasmine has nothing nice to say about Taylor. So. I do think if Taylor's on the block next to Pooch and it's a 6-6, it's going to be so difficult to see Jasmine not vote out Taylor there. But again, it's day one. There's some optimism here. Uh, I think some of the other house guests have smartened up. So let's see what they do, how they work their magic, and what goes on from there. Michael has also talked about wanting to use the veto on Taylor potentially, but would need Jasmine's blessing, which again, Mm -hmm. it all comes down to how much hate does your does your cold heart have, Jasmine? And are you able to put it aside to make a game move happen? We shall see. Yes, and it's worth noting, right, that um, you know this this concept of targeting Pooch is not new to uh, to either Amira or Jasmine. Um, this was the the girls' girls' plan uh, from last week. Uh, it's what they intended to do. The only difference is that they thought that Taylor was already going to be gone. Um, mm-hmm. So. Uh, in Jasmine's mind, it, it has always been like Taylor goes, then Pooch is the target. Uh, and so the only reason that Pooch wasn't the target at all is because she was like, oh, well, Taylor's still here. I still got to deal with that. But then when Amira was like, no, no, we can do Pooch first. Jasmine was like, oh, really? OK. And she was a little like she wants to, but she's a little unsure about where the numbers would be if people would be upset with her. So uh, that's going to be the main thing to look for today is what kinds of conversations does Jasmine have? How many people are going to say, I'm on board with the pooch thing? Yes. And one meeting that I'm very excited to see is Kyle and Jasmine, because last night Kyle was talking about how he's not really had a conversation with Jasmine like that. And then also when Amira was listing people that would vote out pooch, Kyle was mentioned. I think they're both excited to talk to each other. So I'm curious to see how that plays out because I think ultimately what Jasmine needs is to hear some of the bro guys potentially be okay with, with a uh, pooch going to feel like, okay, I could, I could do that because as we said earlier, Jasmine does not believe that the house would want pooch to go right now. So we'll, we, mm-hmm. we'll see how that all plays out. 
Yeah, I mean, the biggest hurdle might be Monty, uh, because Monty does still feel like Taylor is coming for him. Um, Now, basically, his entire alliance feels differently, and um, I think that they will try to talk him out of that. But but I could see Monty trying to put up a little bit of a fight here, uh, potentially, and that, uh, you know, Monty, I think, will definitely feel very influential and feel very much like how the house might feel if he talks to Jasmine and he fights against it hard. So um, we'll have to watch out for that. But it does look to me a lot like this could be Pooch's final uh, arc. Um, so uh, that's what we've got for you today. I will be live with Rob in, um, I think, just around three hours for the Big Brother Q&A today over on the, in the patron group. If you want to uh, jump in, ask us some questions, jump on a call with us. Uh, we have some fun over there. Um, tomorrow morning, of course, I'll be back 11 a.m. Eastern to update when everything that happens today on the Big Brother 24 live feeds with all of these discussions, the nominations, what the plan will be. Um, I'm sure it will be solidified by the time we talk tomorrow morning. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Um, check out the uh, my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. If you want to see the, the detailed analysis of Confetti Gate, did Jasmine's foot touch? Uh, it was part of the watch party last night as we watched the episode. So you can check that out. Uh, the VOD is still there as, uh, of right now. And then, of course, um, I'll be continuing to stream. Uh, we'll be playing some Goose Goose Duck on Sunday. We'll be watching the episode live with all of you. Uh, lots of fun stuff over there on Twitch. Also find me over on uh, Twitter at Armstrong Taren. Check out my YouTube channel, uh, for some Among Us videos. Uh, the most recent one right now being, uh, when Liana chased me around, uh, and I screamed uh, a lot. So, um, Good it was, uh, it's a fun time. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, speaking of Liana, I'll, I'll put this up cause I know cause I live with her, uh, Liana Saturday tomorrow. Does, folks, she, get does she chase you around the house? Sometimes? No, no. I mean, no, if she chased me, she will catch me. Like I am not fast. <laughs> so she will get to me. Um, it's okay. You can say it. Puya. Like we're no, here no, to she's support great. You. Okay. No, I love her very much. Um, y'all can find me on Twitter at Puyaism, like Tara mentioned. Um, I also stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. I will be live tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern to talk some stuff. So come through if you're around. And then uh, my Goose Goose Lobby, the one that we play every week, is now at 2 p.m. Eastern for the Big Brother season. So 2 p.m. Sunday, come through. I'll put the graphic out of who's playing, hopefully today, maybe tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that on my Twitter. And then 90 Day Fiance, if you're a fan of Hot Mess, 90 Days got you covered. I had Leon on with me this week. I have Scally on with me next week. Should be a good time. And yeah, Liana will be on tomorrow. So I'm excited for uh, Liana to get. I think she hasn't done feed update in since 22. So let's see what, how it goes. We'll see how it goes. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us here today. And I will see all of you next time. Bye.